Hey guys, welcome back. Trading desk, Thursday night. A couple minutes late. <laughs> Almost on time. We, we were, were close. Hit, we were hitting the schedule. Um, but we're here. That's the important thing. And uh, we got some cool content tonight. My special guest back on, semi-regular co-guest. Semi-regular now, yeah. This, this is getting is, good. Yeah, two I love this. With three? Maybe. I think it might be four, but who's counting? Not me, apparently. <laughs> um, Mike Manjos. Nice to be back. Mike is... Uh, big dog in our company controls a lot of our inventory and our buying teams and uh has been doing this for a long time a couple of years you know so <laughs> a little bit still little hanging bit, around a little bit longer than me still hanging around but uh so. yeah if there's a uh kind of an anecdotal story or anything you need about a watch mike's the guy and uh vast knowledge he's kind Seen of a lot of kind things. of like a uh Walking Tim that way, but not quite. Not but, quite. Uh, I'd never compare myself to Tim. You'll you'll just be looking at a watch, and he'll be like, oh, you know what? Five years ago. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. So um, we got some cool stuff. We brought some watches we have on the table for later. We're going to go over some of why these are here. Um, I'm going to jump right into wrist shots. Please. you want to go first, or should I go first? You go first. I'll go first. I know you guys You're are getting bolder. tired of seeing this. I've been wearing it an awful lot. Um, this is the Octofinissimo Titanium. Uh, this one is one of 200, so in the blue, which I'm sure you guys know by now. And uh, I honestly have just been wearing this thing like it's a daily. Uh, you wear it all the time. It, the yeah, blue is amazing, though. The blue pops. The blue pops, and, and you can see it on camera, but in, in person, in real life, it really jumps off there. And uh, someone made a comment the other day that this was the fifth Ave, and it's not. This one, in my opinion, is more special because it doesn't have that giant fifth on it, and it's the regular layout, but with the blue, and it's uh, it's numbered out of 200. So, yeah, I love this thing. I've been wearing it all the time. If you guys have not uh, tried one of these on and you kind of like it, I'd recommend putting one on your wrist. No, it's super comfortable. Everybody on. that has taken it off my wrist and put it on their wrist has bought one. So, It's a good choice. Yeah. All right, what are you wearing? Um, Daily Driver. Uh, Batman it is. Um, still my all-time favorite, still my regular one. I was switching around for a while, uh, changed them up when I was on vacation, but back to the regular one and, uh, the OG oyster. no better watch in my opinion. And it, Mike's a guy, like, you can see the wear on there. It's not as, <laughs> oh, I beat sorry, the not, crap out of this yeah, thing. it's not quite, uh, Brian it's not Goppert delicate. Bed, no, but, but it's just, uh, it's banged around. But Mike's a guy that, like, that watch does not come off of his wrist. No, why He's would you take it off? golf. He's wearing that watch. We go shooting. You're wearing that I watch. I play golf on Monday. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna take the watch off. I know, this watch does not come off. <laughs> Swim, shower, take yeah. it. No, never comes off. So that's what's beauty of Rolex. Though. Yeah. It's a tool. That's the point of it. It's like if you don't wear your Rolexes, what do you have them for? Yeah, so. for sure. That's a cool piece, and then it's obviously like a good daily wearer watch. Yeah. All right. Um, so we had a. Uh, we're gonna skip top five today. Um, I think I'm going to try and keep it, come up with a couple new segments, uh, try and keep it a little bit more fresh, I would say, uh, depending on the guest. But um, we sat down and Mike's like, I like top we? five. He likes top five. It's, it's fun. It is fun <laughs> for us. I think it's always fascinating just to see what people are looking at all the time. It's fun for us because. We used to get it every day. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like there's an unknown aspect to it. And I guess the entire show is unknown to them, right? right. To you guys. So it doesn't feel different to us it's the only thing that we don't know is going to happen right so there's an excitement factor there but i get it it, it can become a little repetitive so we're going to skip it every once in a while we'll bring it back it's not dead yet <laughs> um you can revive it but in place of top five at the top of the show we are going to do wtf watches 
always a favorite segment. Yeah. It was fun the first time we did it. It's going to be fun today. I think it's a cool segment. I think it <laughs> it's fun for us because uh, we get to go into the vault and just kind of play, which is awesome. And it's also uh, a good experience for you guys. You get to see honest opinions on some of the stuff that, you know, if you called in and you're trying to buy that watch from anybody else, they might tell you, you know, it's the best thing that ever existed. And we're going to sit here and tell you that the watch that I have for sale, <laughs> not doing myself any favors, it's, it's awful. I will sell you these. Matter of fact, two of the WTF watches from the last time I got inquiries about, they're like, I know you hate it, but I kind of like it. And that's cool, man. If, if you dig it, all about it. But uh, so we got three WTF watches. I'm going to defer to you. I'm going to let you pick the one you want to talk about first. Well, I mean, we have to go with the one up front here. Uh, this is the Vacheron mask set. Um, and I say set, we only brought the one today um, because literally it is a set of four that they did in four precious metals, perpetual calendar with these really bizarre African masks. Uh, Vacheron is, again, one of the highest end watch companies there is in the world. And this is one of the strangest looking watches you'll ever see. Um, they're four individual, they're really wacky, and they're insanely expensive. I mean, um, I forgot so, what it's posted for, but I think it's so the, the just uh, under 100. There it is, so you the got other, the picture of the other four. Yeah, I cropped a photo of, this is actually from Tim's video, okay. which has all four of them, and he talks about them all in depth. Um, so go check out Tim's video if you want to watch it. But um, essentially just a ridiculously expensive set. The reason we couldn't bring all four was because the insurance, <laughs> insurance cap for, just for carrying them. But um, so they're they're artisanal, right? The uh, the masks are handmade. They're hand. Uh, they're basically replicas of original masks from a museum. Zooms, right. Um, and I learned all of this by watching about fifteen seconds of Tim's video. <laughs> um, we picked the uh, ugliest one, in our opinion, of the four. Um, or but it was the most pick. questionable. <laughs> this this reminds me of the movie The Mask. Do you guys remember that uh, that mask that was like the anyways Jim Carrey? Um, yeah, but that's the mask that gave him his powers. Yes. Um, so it's actually of the pieces that are on the table, it's the most horologically significant piece. Oh, it's a very I mean, uh, the wheel perpetual so is great. Are, the case is great. Yeah, there's so that set of four has uh, white gold, rose gold, and yellow gold and platinum. That's right. the four medals, four different masks. They're all different, but um, you know it's actually a real watch watch oh it's a serious it's a piece watch. right exactly um it just happens to be ugly and, and really hard to sell time three brothers <laughs> that are so you know it's a, a family great, of you four. know it's one of them's like should i do this i don't know it's kind of funky but then it comes with all four so it's um listen it's uh it costs more than a lamborghini for the set of four and if you would like to own them i'd be more than happy to sell them <laughs> to you but definitely a wtf watch yes all Not right. one we'd see every day. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little hard on this one. This was the first. Uh, you were very pleased with yourself when you found. This I found this watch and I was like, "This is why I came into work today." <laughs> this is uh, not a good watch. Um, I mean, I guess it's all right. It's, it's whatever. This is the Romain Jerome uh, Golden Octopus. Uh, it got its name for this golden octopus. The creature that's on, on the, the dial, dial, yes. Which is actually one of the coolest parts of the watch. It's it's very well done. Um, a lot of really weird, questionable choices with this watch to me. One, it's a $26,000 retail. Mm -hmm. uh, it's limited. This one is, I believe, 17 of 25. It's numbered. Uh, we'll flip it around and check. I think it's 17 of 25. Uh, you got two crowns because you need those. Uh, you need both of them. Um, 
And then actually also another cool thing here, which I actually genuinely like, the inner chapter ring, which is rotating from one crown by itself, is sapphire. So similar to a lot of like the Roger Debris, like the... Well, I mean, again, I love inner rotating rings. I mean, I go back to early Omegas and some of the early stuff in the 70s. A lot of those had inner rings because they were safer when you were di really diving. Right. You couldn't knock them around. So it, it is... really is a good function, but I just don't really see the need of it on this... So I'm assuming this is their either titanium or this, you know, how they do the uh, the DNA. Right. I'm, it's either neural to look like it or it's original. Um, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. Sorry about that, guys. But uh, crafted octopus. I really think they missed an opportunity. I was telling Mike earlier, you see all those, those pearl dots in the back, which I guess are supposed to be bubbles? I would assume those are going to be loomed. You would think it would be a nice touch. What yes. an opportunity missed right there. They're, they are white. They could have just been loomed. And then when you hit this thing with the light and they all bright, you know, it it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Instead, the eyes on the octopus are loomed and the hands. And the eyes are so far behind the canyon pin that you can't even really see that they're loomed. They're just peeking out around at you? So you got two crowns. Uh, uniquely enough, the one that's on the regular, the right side, the correct side of the watch, does the bezel. The one that's on the wrong side of the watch does the time. the time. So kind of a weird. And then my favorite part of the watch, uh, which I guess is, <laughs> you know, uh, there's not a lot of those, but um, is the inside of the strap, which I think is super cool. Got to have it's suction the, cups. It's the tentacles for the <laughs> octopus. Um, this is actually pretty cool. I, I don't, I feel like this watch had a lot of potential and then it just, they just dropped the ball all over the place. I just don't know why the octopus has to be in gold either. I mean, it's just... We were talking about, you know what would have been super cool is if this if this was a chronograph, when you press this chrono, the octopus starts flailing around. <laughs> that would have made sense. It would have been, you know, at least you spend the money on something. But and I also hate these two crown so things. I it's mean, it weird. Just, it's, it's just I, the balance. It's just a weird watch. So 26000 and change retail. I think you can get, you know, we have that listed and even so we'll tell it cheaper, but somewhere right around nine grand. And the watch is unworn. I mean, it's mint. Uh, so if you like it, it and you want to get something that's like stupid percentage off retail, then it's a cool piece, but not so much. Won't you? Uh, you got me on Jacques Adros. Um That you you were thinking about buying that watch for yourself. That was definitely going to think about buying this for myself. Yes, uh, because everybody needs a forty-three millimeter ceramic watch, um, asymmetrical dial <laughs> with the smaller. Makes it nice and hard to read the time. The big second hand. The big hand, second yeah. hand in red, the mother of pearl. So, yeah, um, somebody at Jacques Adro said, you know what we need is to make a 43 millimeter woman's oriented ceramic watch. Right. Automatic, um, which women don't like And then they like all high-fived each other, <laughs> and somebody got a raise um, until the watch was made, and then that person got fired, I'm assuming. And then they have these real little crystals on the band, two yeah. on each side. I'm going to go ahead and say, I mean, I think that this... I'm going to go ahead and say those are crystals um, because they're not screwed in from the back, so I don't think you're supposed to replace unless they pop out. If they pop out, that's even weirder because then you're going to lose them. But um, case profile is not so bad. It's actually manageably wearable, but it, it is large. It's a 43-millimeter mother pearl, uh, so time up top and secondhand down below. Not a whole lot of information besides time. Uh, movement's okay. Pretty movement for what it is. But uh, the Jackie Joe's in general, I like their case. I like their movements. But again, I don't understand yeah. the why does a woman need a big second hand? I could see if it was all it's diamonded a, out, maybe. It's a questionable choice. Yeah, for it's a lot aesthetic. of choices for designs. Um, there's a steel version of this that has like carbon fiber. That's not so bad for a men's sport piece. But this is this is just a weird left left field kind of selection. 
for me. But you know what it does do very, very well is when it's sitting in a drawer and you're picking WTF watches. <laughs> it jumps out at you. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. So those are our three picks for WTF. Um, obviously, computer's close. So I'm not watching a chat box. But please chime in in the chat in the comments below. Let us know what do you think about those. Um, you know, was there, you guys saw the photo of the four. Was there one that you guys think we should have brought over this one? I'm do you very, disagree? Do you think this, this watch is amazing? Let us know. Um, I, I, I foreshadow that this will be sold way before those two. The mass this is, There's going to be more people that are that'll you know. Go Somebody's got to love up. octopuses. I guess if you know, uh, if you're not, if you love an octopus, but you're not ready to buy a, a Linde Vertolin <laughs> because of the name, and you want an actual legitimate octopus, then maybe you buy that watch. There you go. It's got tentacles, people. It does. It's cool. <laughs> It's, it's not a good one. It's, it's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to see what's going on in the chat. But we had a uh, kind of a question, or uh, it actually started from a customer and then turned into more of a conversation. So guy calls in, hey, listen, just getting into watches, watch a bunch of your videos, you know, uh, love Tim, all that stuff. Got 15 grand, thinking about starting a, a small collection, you know, Walk me through the thought process. Walk me through. I don't have a watch. I want a watch. I want a couple watches at 15 grand. So, you know, I, we've done stuff like this before. Best sport watch under. best. Right. But what we've never done, uh, Thanos and I, is, is let's do a three-piece or you know, let's build an actual collection that w rounds out a day-to-day -day for that price range. So I, it was cool. It actually was a little bit... Uh, a little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Me too. Um, no, I struggled I kept, with a couple things. I kept like underspending and then I kept overspending and it was kind of hard to, <laughs> find, to, that to find the, the Goldilocks, you know, paradox. But uh, I think we both did a pretty good job. So I'll let you, uh, or I'll go first. I'll go with number one. You go with number one and I'll go with number, number, number one because our number ones are almost the same. Almost. Almost. So like I said, we're building a three piece that will fit pretty much all aspects of of what you would need to watch for, uh, in our opinion, for 15 grand. So this is a 114060, so a ceramic current generation uh, Submariner non-date. Correct. Right? Your favorite um, watch. My favorite watch, it, legitimately, my I favorite know. watch that I own. And uh, you know what's what's funny is, like, for as much as I struggled for picking the top three back and forth, I own two of the three watches that I picked. So legitimately voted with my own money here, guys. <laughs> um, so there's some, some truth behind this, but so for those of you that don't know, uh, obviously the date I would say is probably the more popular opinion, but I love the non-date and it's there's, a, close there's now, a core of guys that just swear by the non-date and I have to be one of them. Uh, I'm not totally anti-date, but I just think the dial is cleaner on this watch. I think it, you know, it's the original Submariner, which is special to Correct. me. Um, it's true to the heritage. It's true to the heritage, even though it's the, the more current generation, but it's just, it's got a cool look to it. And I have dates on other watches, and uh, to me, I, I just don't need a date daily. I know it drives you crazy. It drives me absolutely crazy. I need it. For me, I love this watch. I, every single time I put this watch on, I, I enjoy it, and it reminds me why I love it even more. It's got the best bracelet and buckle combination that Without exists a in a watch. Um, it's just, it's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic to wear, and it looks great, and it fits almost every occasion. And if you said, I only need one watch for the rest of my life, it's probably what I'd recommend. Yep. So, without further ado, his totally drastic, different <laughs> number one pick, completely different. We'll set that up for 
Well, two reasons it's different. One is I have to have a date. So mm. I went with the sub date, uh, the 16610. So the more classic, uh, you know, five digit. Get my fingerprints off that sucker. Um, but again, nobody ever made a mistake buying a Submariner. I've said it for years. Uh, more and more, we do see the sub no date picking up. Like when I run all the numbers, it's, you know, probably 60 40 now. And when I started doing this, it was 90 10. Everybody bought the date model. Um, but now with the size going up and the case and everything, so a lot of guys like it clean. I'm just a Cyclops guy. Um, I can see the date because it's magnified um, with the applied Cyclops. And I also love the original, just everything satin, sub. It's the most comfortable watch to wear there is. There's something nice about the clicking. I mean, it's just yeah. different. It's older. It definitely feels more old school than the new so one. So I will say that... Owning a, a current generation has kind of opened my eyes that, should I get an older one too? Because they're pretty cool. Whereas for years and years, I contemplated whether or not I could wear this watch. Whether it, it was too small for me or it, it just wasn't, I always wanted it. It was just kind of like, didn't make sense to make the purchase. Um, Until you own. And then I did. Yeah. And so, but owning this, I'm like, oh, the Maxi case is better, blah, blah, blah. It's it's everything much about that watch is better, I but there's something about the look and the feel on this on your wrist so what it, that just reminds me of I agree. where it came so, from. So I agree completely. What I wouldn't do though is own an older one without owning a newer one. Because this is where for me this is where all the confidence of it being an everyday watch, being water resistant, being anything to it, being yeah. a tank comes from the newer case, comes from, you know, a, a newer watch, more robust movement. Those are no, awesome. Real, but yeah. I so I think I would love to own a Kermit. Right, as like an alternative. And then I you could get see that. that look, but it's different enough and it doesn't exist in the current I would generation. have gotten the Kermit, but I, mean, I would have been way over budget. Your budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but, this came in in a nice price range as well, too. That's the thing I really right. love them. Yeah, they're, they're awesome pieces. And I recommend, you know, uh, owning one eventually somewhere around collecting. You've got to have a steel sub in your collection. So I don't we'll care what variation it is in it, but if you're collecting, a I sub's a, just in... I get a lot of guys too. They're like, the first question is, uh, I want to buy my first Rolex. I'm looking at a date just, and and I usually, you know, if if you call me and you're like, I I, I know I want a date just. I've done the research and I want a Jubilee and I want this and I want these markers, and you're definitive in that point. But if it's just you kind of want a date just because that's what somebody told you, I always recommend kind of trying on the sub and making sure because this is the one that you're gonna in six months you're gonna say, man, I should have got a sub. Should have got a sub. And in twenty and, years you're gonna be happy you got a sub. Right. Exactly. So, it's a good looking watch, and it's it's as iconic as the the older generation is now. I guarantee you, this will be uh, in the future. They're just, they share the same heritage DNA, obviously. Yep. All right, number two. You want to go first for number two? I'll go first for number right. two. Um, so again, I went obviously very classic on my first two picks. Uh, the Omega Moon watch. Uh, this is a watch that I grew up with. My dad was an Omega dealer. This was the ultimate thing um, back in the day when these were. Going around, Omega was more popular than Rolex. Um, and they've made this in so many different generations. And only over the last four or five years have they become really collectible. Uh, I know 10, 15 years ago, you could have picked these up for, you know, 1500 right. bucks, two grand. Super cheap, yeah. Super cheap. Now they got them going at auctions that variations bring a hundred grand. I mean, it's crazy. Right. You get an original Ultraman or something. Correct. Nuts, and it's like. And again, now they've all got the, you know, NASA flight certified. Uh, everything about it's great. I'm a chronograph junkie. Um, I love the fact that it's just traditional manual wine, great chrono, great look. That's I just a, think it's that's a, a current great generation. Print. This is the new generation. Yeah. Um, if we had one of the older generations, I probably would have picked it up. 
Um, it it would have probably made more sense in your budget too, because it would have eaten up less. Yeah, it would have been a little bit less in my budget, but you can get an older generation. Uh, but I think the new ones are an amazing value. I mean, so you're buying it's it's a newer generation piece. It's a five year warranty, right? Um, or they have the they have the uh, extension now. But so my my thing, I I'm cursed by the Speedmaster. That's why I didn't pick one. It makes sense in a collection, right. I think, to start. This, the Speedmaster is a watch that you have to figure out if you don't like it. You have to own one, for sure, because it's iconic. I don't know how you couldn't like it, though. I mean, it's Dude, a great I, watch. I, I, it's I've, just not I've a single, bought, it's not a I one have, watch. Personally, with my own money, bought and let go of, like, six Speedmasters. Really? They just always seem to last for, like, three months in my collection. I've, I've talked about and it before on the show. It? It's, it's kind of half you get bored of it, honestly. It's kind of half, like... It's a manual wine watch, and it's kind of hit or miss whether or not it's easy to wine. Sometimes they're super easy. Sometimes they're tough. I, but I it's know. a quirky thing. No it's question a, it's about it. It's a quirky it, but it's watch. Like... It's, it's very much – I will tell you this, though. It's, it's a watch that, like, you won't get burnt on if you want to get rid of it because there's always going to be someone that wants to buy one. There's always – we sell them all the, the time. Yeah. Anyways, it's a cool watch. Um, my number two pick for my collection is Mark 18. I Great think pick. that a Mark 18, this is probably, uh, yeah, I might get some flack. This is probably the best IWC made, in my opinion. Oh, I, think, I would argue that. So I think for stupid money, for stupid cheap, you it, get a lot of watch. Super value. I'll give you the value play, but I like to pilot much better. All right. I mean, this the Mark 18 is a pilot piece. I think you're accomplishing Chrono. a, I get you, the, the, the Chrono's cool, but it wouldn't be my first choice for a Chrono. This is my first choice for a field watch. So if you are trying to buy something that is casual, this this fits. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to buy something that's a aviation-inspired watch, this fits. If you're trying to buy something that's a field watch, it fits. So it's a sapphire crystal, 40-millimeter, uh, um, automatic, Swiss-made, right? A lot of, lot of bang for the buck. It has a screwed-on crown. It's pretty versatile. It's a good size. I went with the white dial because the other two pieces are black, and it kind of breaks things up. I will say that I would throw this on like a brown Santoni strap. The brown strap would help, yeah. Instead of the black, because I think it would go well with the uh, the white. There are other versions of this. Um, this I is love what the we blue had. dial. Yeah, this is what we had in the safe, but I do like the white because it's a little bit outside of my normal um, kind of pick. And as a collector, as somebody that enjoys like uh, trying to find something that scares me a little bit right you push yourself out of the comfort zone a little bit similar to how i did with the finissimo i think that this would pay off as as a great everyday watch it's a so, great everyday watch there's no question about I it feel there's like, nothing not to like about it i like big hands i like the i do like the white the blue is really the one that's gone crazy lately because yeah. everything blue T-press, um, yeah. but I, also, I do like that white one i also have a thing with uh negative date windows and dates matching dials it's why someone asked me the other day um uh, why I don't mind the date on my Explorer 2, and it's because the dial's white. Okay. So it blends in. Whereas, like, if, if you have a blue dial and a white date window, it just stark. looks weird to me. That's It's, like, something that dry, draws my eye. So if you have a white dial with a white date window, it's cool. Works. No, I like the fact that it actually has a date. That's the one flaw with the, you know, the Omega. It doesn't have the date for me. That's why it could never be my every day. Right. But periodically. Well, your number three doesn't have a date. I know. But neither one's my every day. This is my against, every day. Look at you going against the grain. This is my every day watch. These are my, you know, like wear them out to dinner and then gotcha. realize it doesn't have a date and I'll get sick of it and take it off. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> neither one of us picked a, like a hardcore dress watch for 
for either of the three. I again, the part of the problem is I don't hardcore dress anymore. I mean, I have three paddocks that rarely come out of the draw because when am I dressed it. to wear them? I knew when I spent uh, so figure so the breakdown just because we didn't cover that. Um, I'm at like eighty five hundred bucks. Um, I think I'm at three grand on the Brightling and then the balance on the IWC. Um, so just to give you guys the fifteen thousand dollar breakdown. But I knew when I spent most of my wad right on this that I was going to have to pick some cheaper pieces, which I was completely fine with. I when I started this, I figured I was going to you know pick a Vulcane or an Orish Artillier or something dressy for a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars and call that my dress watch. But then I realized like. I don't, I don't dress up anymore. I don't need a reverso. I don't need, like, I don't wear a suit anymore. At the most, it's like a sport coat, and that's, even then, I'll wear the sub. Um, so my number three pick uh, we'll get is also something that I own. Mine is on the different rubber, and it's got the tang, the deployment buckle. This one's on the tang. But this is the Aerospace Evo 3 Night Mission. And this, I will say without a doubt, is my favorite Brightling. Um it's versatile as all hell. Titanium case, uh, good size, very comfortable. This is my working on the car, sticking my hand in the engine watch. This is my airport watch, my travel watch, my one go-to. Like, I will beat the hell out of this watch watch. Um, it's got a, a ton of complication uh, in the thermally cor- uh, compensated quartz movement. It's got a minute repeater functionality, alarm, stopwatch, countdown timer. Uh, you name it. This thing is a Swiss Army. Those are great travel watches too. I used to have the. I still have the B two. Had the same movement in it, just a bigger case. And, and it was a great travel watch. Dual time zone alarms. Nice and, and thin profile. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's an awesome travel watch. But it, more so than that, it's just I think it. Uh, you know, it has the Breitling aesthetic. It right. un you know unmistakably a Breitling from across the room. It's got cool watch guy credit for not a lot of money, so you can own an RM, you can own whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, super high-end watches. When you have this watch on and it's your, your weekend watch, your beater watch, like it has watch guy yeah, credit. Exactly. So that's, that's something to think about too. And maybe that's important to you. Maybe it's not, but I, I enjoy the fact that this does everything that I ask it to do. And if it's I smack cool. the hell yeah. out of it, it doesn't matter. Right. But Recess so that's my, time. so my idea is this is more, this is 80% of what I'm wearing on a daily basis. This is my weekend watch and my weekend warrior. And then this is my uh, casual office watch or when I'm not, when I don't want to wear something super sporty. That's kind of where I got my three, my three watches for nice. 15 grand. Nice. My last one uh, is the Tudor Bronze. Um, I've loved a lot of the new Tudors. I think they did an amazing job. I love the size of this piece. The strap is super comfortable. I mean, it's one of these super thick, uh, you know, kind of vintage bomber jacket, leather, strap. I love bronze in general because I like the fact that it'll age nicely on me. Um, I just think it's a fantastic, cool look. And again, it's in the you know low threes. Right. Great piece, super luminous, like so the, the hands, like everything about this it. Was a, I remember when this came out, this was a super kind of controversial release for Tudor when they dropped it. Um, you know, bronze watches were being done by other people. It wasn't really anything super new. But they basically did the Apple, right? They just made it better than everybody else at the time. Right. They had, you know. And a hell of a lot cheaper. Right. They, it was an accessible price point, right? So it was better. It was a new formulated version of, of the bronze, especially with the case back. They were like one of the first companies to do this titanium tinted case back. Right. So um, usually with the bronze watches, you get 
you'll see the Steel, case back right. is a different color than the case. So it matches, but it doesn't uh, doesn't leave the green on your skin and all that, where <laughs> some of the bronze watches from back in the day would. Um, so this was like a nice answer to a higher class bronze watch. And it was the first time that they had released it in the 43 millimeter case. It was a new size for the Black Bay. It did really, really well. They were actually uh, really hard to get. Really hard while. to get for a while. Um, and still, even the new ones are getting hard to get. super cool. There's the yeah. Bucher edition, which is blue and bronze, which is neat. Yep. Um, I'm waiting for them to drop like a, a green bronze, or even if they did that bronze in a, in a smaller case, I think it would do really well, because we've seen a lot of success with the 58, the Black Bay 58. Black Bay 58's been hugely successful. So I like the Tudors. Again, price point, it still, to me, feels like it's got some of that Rolex DNA to it, which I love. Um, nothing not to love, and it kind of rounds out my, you know, daily wear, my kind of tribute to watch guys, you know, and my dad, I always remember. And then it's just a different funky. And again, I didn't go anything dressy because I just don't anymore. I mean, I right. rarely dress. So we all, uh, there's a comment in the chat box that we both picked uh, three sport watches. Yeah, of, it's true. Kind of makes, I mean, it's true, but I mean, again, 90% of. What we do and wear these days is, I mean, this granted, real world. in this price range, it's mostly sport watches because, you know, you're not going to get a paddock that's going to slide into this unless you get a really old vintage that's too small today. I us. think it's an elevated look at a three-piece collection from a from an experience point of view because it would be very easy to say, okay, you know, this watch and get a $1,000 dress watch, like I said, and get, uh, you know, a chronograph because you need a chronograph. and then But all three of those watches eventually you're going to figure out wasn't the right watch for your three-piece collection you're going to trade it out like i i seriously had a 510 which you guys know i own the panerai 510 on my list and then but the real world application is that is like i didn't wear the 510 i wore the sub right i, I ended up trading the 510 for this so how am i going to put it in the top in my three-piece collection when it doesn't even exist in my collection right. anymore it's kind of the way i was looking at it and my problem is if i was going dressy i'm, I'm gonna want a long Right. You know, and that there goes the budget. There's, you know, that's 15 grand right it's out there. out the window. 20 grand right there. So it's just, that's part of the problem is the dressy watches I'm going to love are more higher end, more complicated. Get more. This. Yeah, there you go. This is dressy. Very dressy. All right. You should be wearing it tomorrow in the office. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, so that's my three piece. And uh, I don't know. I thought this was cool. I liked the challenge of doing it, even though, uh, you know, I guess you could say it was two of them were self-picked. Um, that's okay. but I, thought I love was, doing it. I, mean, I thought it's... it was fun spending, you know, 15, 20 minutes on the website and finding something like that. Always I didn't fun even look at do... the site. I went right to the draws. Yeah. Always <laughs> fun to do I like to uh, touch them all. The, the what the fuck watches or WTF watches. I think those are cool. It's a cool segment. Um, I hope you guys enjoy that. I left a couple minutes at the end of this um, to hope to answer some questions, maybe get some, some cool stuff in the chat. Uh, my information just scrolled across the bottom of the screen. Um, including my Instagram. If you guys don't follow me, I'd ask that you please do that. I am uh, answering questions all the time on there and stuff. If you have a question, you want to hit me up instead of you can either text me or Instagram works. Um, any questions in the chat? If you guys have questions queued up, I uh, I wrote in the chat earlier for them that you know if they have something to queue it up, you can go ahead and send them over now. We will address some of those uh, in a quick fashion, and I'm gonna have uh, <laughs> Mike kind of go through some of them as well uh matt forster i rotate dress watches on a regular basis even if i wear jeans and a polo to the office okay i get that if uh 
that's your vibe though i mean if if your vibe is dress your you know if your idea of dressing down is a sweater vest instead of a tie like i get having a dress watch um i would say that 90 percent of the guys that are, are going to eventually end up pulling the trigger on something are going to be better suited with the sports watch more often than not i feel like a dress watch has to be you have really have to hit this specific piece and what it's for with the dress watch mm -hmm. where these are a, more of a safe bet everybody can use a sub or, or a dress watch a seiko it doesn't matter if it doesn't have to be a sub uh question why hold up why hold these wtf watches in inventory for years why not price to sell and move them at the risk of holding them uh, <laughs> i don't know what I'm that's manjo's response to your there you uh, go question so our intention is not to hold them for years our intention is to sell them as quickly as possible uh, there is, I agree with you, no real value in trying to hold out. Um, but to, to, to the point, they're not up for max money. We're not exposing this watch and trying to get, you know, it retails for $26,000. I'm not holding out trying to get 18 for it. No, it's, no, up, it's priced It's up sell. for nine. It's and priced. we do sell them. I mean, they won't sit for years. Yeah. I mean, they might sit for, they're not going to sell like a sub. It's going to sell in a week. Right. Because you got to find that right person for it. Yeah, but, um, but they so, do tend to sell. And then we do, eventually. I get emails every day, price markdowns, you know, this is pending, price markdown. They do get priced uh, according to the market. If we need a shift, we'll shift it. But, um, yeah, so we're not, our idea is not to hold the junk watches forever. We want to sell every watch as quickly as possible. <laughs> That's kind of the... Do you like racing through the Why does this thing keep popping up? <laughs> Your computer hates you. I can see that. Uh, thoughts on the Seiko Arnie reissue G-Shock beater replacement? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen one in person yet. The Seiko Arnie, I don't know if you, the, the, the digital at the top. I yep. think it's a cool, like, reproduction. Um, I know a couple guys that have gotten it and sent me some photos. It's big. Uh, so I don't, I don't think you can replace a G-Shock. I don't think any beater watch can replace a G-Shock, honestly. Like, I just sang this thing's praises. And if you asked me, like, all right, but would I take this off and throw it against the wall? No. No. I wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> it's a $3,000 watch. But I'd be happy to illustrate how, how durable a G-Shock is. And take my $99 G-Shock off and throw it as hard as I can against the wall. Um, there was an episode. Uh, you guys remember uh, where Tim threw his JLC Geophysics off the I desk? He, like, it was amazing. I, I had to go back. and uh, So he, like, dropped it on the desk. And then right. everybody in the chat freaked out. And he's like, you think I care about this thing? And he, like, tossed it off. It was amazing. That was legendary status right there. It was awesome. All right. Um, tux plus that chrono equals no problem. I get it. I would. I, I don't know about a tux, but I would definitely wear a suit and a sub. Oh, absolutely. But maybe not quite a tux with like a bow tie and a. No, shouldn't wear. It. That's not a tux watch. All right. Um, are the prices of Batman's and Pepsi's going down? It's probably more of it. Um, really Batman's question. have been holding pretty steady. Um, Pepsi's are the, Pepsi's are pretty steady as well. The Batman Jubilees have been coming down a little bit. Batman um, Jubilees are down a little Because they're sending out more and more, yeah. and they get up past that initial rush, which is typical. But the Batman, the uh, Pepsi Jubilees have come back a little bit. So. Yeah, I don't think it's, you know, it's not time for fire sale. And they'll be back up before Christmas, I think. Yeah, it's August. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, a quieter time of year. You're getting general, over the, the release. So they just shipped a few, and people are getting them. So there's that right. little hiccup in the market. But come, like, December, Christmas time, I think they go back up. Um, we are seeing the... Uh, the oysters getting, uh, they're, they're steady, strong. Steady, steady, strong. Um, yeah. And then what's interesting to me is uh, I actually think the Pepsi's, Pepsi's a little weaker than I would have expected it to be. I think the Batman did kind of cut into the Pepsi market a little bit. 
think there's tons of guys that want that Jubilee and really didn't quite like the colors of the Pepsi. Pepsi, I think the Batman's better and, colors, but I'm not a Jubilee guy, yeah. so I'm the wrong guy to ask. I just, but. I feel like people are like, all right, well, that makes more sense for me. Right. So, and, and it's black and blue, so they're probably bigger market for it. But uh, here's a question from JBO Surf, longtime viewer and uh, customer of ours. Uh, Jason Omega Trezor Blue Texture Dial, uh, best dress, breast new dress watch, sensible money. I like the Trezor. I think it's cool. Um, it, it actually wears really well. Uh, they have a I've never worn one. No, no, the newer ones. I looked at them when they first came out. Um, I was excited to see them when they came out. Um, I like the watch. I think it's a good value for the money. I don't know about the blue dial. There's a lot of blue out there now. I just I feel don't like don't you feel like it's getting to be too much? Blue I just feel like it's, it's like everything has to be blue now. Omega does a lot of things really really well. What they don't do so well, in my opinion, is like chasing hype. You don't need to do that, and it's just there's other variations of the Trezor that I like better. So I mean, it's it is what it is. But uh, oh, speaking of which, um, should we, should we talk about the uh, the uh, gorilla in the room with that fifty thousand dollar uh, Omega? <laughs> I uh, um, there's a link now in the uh, in the description of the video of Tim throwing his watch. Apparently, for, I love for it. the viewers in the um, so. Uh, real quick, and then we'll leave on this because uh, the questions are coming through the chat, but I just wanted to touch on this. I didn't want to make it like a part of the episode because I know everybody in the world is talking about the watch, which is, I guess, Omega did its job. Did its job. Uh, got so it got us talking about it. But um, first impressions on the watch, I think it's super cool. I think it's uh, they accomplished what they needed to accomplish with the watch. I think that uh, so. I think the crown's the coolest part of the watch, the telescoping crown. Mm -hmm. I don't really give a crap about the titanium that it's made out of. I, regular titanium's super fine by me. Um, the movement's super cool. Uh, titanium movement, lightweight. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. The research and development certainly cost them a lot of money to make the to, to prototype it out, and make right. the watch, which I don't think speaks to the price. Um, I think that they could have made that a twenty five thousand dollar watch easily. Twenty thousand dollar watch. Right. Made it. One of 25 pieces or one of 50 pieces, uh, you and know, a true limited edition, right. not an Omega, you know, 9,999, <laughs> and, and actually sold it, and it would have had, like, some real watchmaker credit, and uh, I don't think, like, so the Brian Godbergs and, you know, uh, has, a, has this little show on YouTube, it's, nobody watches it, um, <laughs> was saying that, like, uh, comparing it to a Richard Mill, right? I don't often watch, uh, but... It, it's not fair to compare it to a Richard Mill. No. It's not a Richard Mill. It's not. It's not what they do. Doesn't have that status. What I do think it does very well is uh, establish like material science, which I love, and the research and development aspect of it. But it needed to be limited edition. Yeah, not a regular production nope, piece. They should have just made a run of it and been done with it. And so I right, I I think it's super cool to say, hey, listen, I paid twenty twenty five grand for this watch. It's one of twenty five pieces. Twenty five for twenty five. It would have been perfect. One of 25 pieces, it's state-of-the-art, it's this, it's that, and we're done. And it's gone. Right. And then Next it becomes a, different one, right? a grail because it's gone, it's legendary, it's it's over with. Instead, you make it a regular production piece, and we know that that stuff is going to make it down to the other lines. Mm -hmm. So now you have a regular production piece, and then the next gamma titanium piece comes out. Comes out with have some of that in it. Yeah. Right. So I think they did a really, really good job on the watch. I think the watch is a win. I think the price kind of sucks. And I think it should have been a limited edition. It's my overall opinion of the watch. I got, yeah, no. I mean, I, I give them credit for doing it, but I agree with everything you said on it. And you guys on Instagram are awesome because when the watch came out, I actually didn't see it from 
like naturally just seeing it. I saw it from like 10 or 12 messages of people sending it to me. Asking <laughs> about what do you my, think of this my, thing? Which was awesome because it's like I don't even need to be on the hunt for new stuff. It just gets sent to me now. It's just <laughs> freaking awesome. So you guys, half the battle is you guys. All right. I am going to go ahead and say that's a wrap. Good right. show. Great show. I feel good about Always this show. Fun. Thanks um, for having me back. Yeah, WTF, top three, Mike Manjos. We're going to sign out. Thanks, Enjoy your guys. Thursday, guys. Thanks for signing in. Take care.